Cheers, boys. Clink. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Cage Cast, where we sit around and talk about all the Nicolas Cage movies we're watching. All of them, David. All of them. My name is David. I'm joined by my good buddies, Josh and Jules. Hello. What's up? And today, the professor of spooks, <laughs> the professor of spooks, mm-hmm. has blessed us with Pay the Ghost. Pay the Ghost. Mm-hmm. Josh, what did you bring for us to drink? Uh, this is a double oak bourbon. It's called Noble Oak. Noble it is bourbon whiskey finished with cherry oak shakes. And then the back of it says, no, I don't want to, don't look up the word, just zoom in. I hate that. <laughs> it's a cool feature when you want it, but mm-hmm. that's rare. And honestly, the back of the bottle has nothing special about it. So mm. that is all the information that you get. I will say it's very tasty. It smells sweet. I got it is yeah. paid for a video shoot with this whiskey, so. You got paid in gold, liquid gold. Mm. What kind of whiskey is it? A shit. It was a bourbon. Mm-hmm. It is the softest bourbon mm-hmm. I think I've ever had. Yeah, yeah, it's a double oak. It's huh. you're tasting the two oaks in there. <laughs> the the mm-hmm. two oaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a double tree, but instead of cookies, you get whiskey. How how are you guys? We need to. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna introduce a new segment. Just Wait, hold on. Episode. I'm in. On pins and needles, waiting for no, this no. haiku. We can, we can, we can. Yeah, where's the haiku, David? Where's the haiku, David? How are you guys, David? Charlie, doing good. David, David. I'm glad we could have this talk to kick things off. I've written a haiku. Happy Halloween. Missing pirates, sad parents, witches, be bitches. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. Pay the cost. Yeah. I mean, good. I wish this was a vlog instead of a podcast so that way they could see your, your pouty face you made for sad parents. Sad yeah. parents. Sad parents. They got sad, like real sad, real fast, which I'm not a parent, so maybe it's, you know, I don't understand. I mean, it's just a kid. It's just, well, that was, like, I mean, it, the party looked like it was a block away. I mean, honestly. You're immediately freaking out like he's dead. This is this is probably a hot take, but I mean, I was very much looking forward to when the kid was going to be gone. Yeah, me too. Because I didn't like him. Yeah, but didn't he evoke nope. red rum energy to you? Nope. <laughs> no? Uh, my overall thoughts and feelings on this movie is if I paid the ghost, I would like my money back, please. Yeah, the ghost should have paid us. That's, that's fucking good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if other critics like us... We are. Oh shit! Can I call myself a critic now? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Run. Putting it on my resume. Run, run. <laughs> Special <laughs> skills. I know I'm a respiratory therapist, but I'm putting movie critic on that shit. <laughs> Jules, why you? Uh, yeah, no, this movie was fucking garbage. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a big horror fan, and yeah. this one had like a little hook for me, and I was like, oh god. I was, to me, I I no. you know this was like the two eleven of horror movies to me. Ooh, sure. I actually would agree to that. This I felt super angry at this movie because of the bio that I read painted a picture in my mind yes. that was not delivered. Correct. Even yeah. We got a close. stick drawing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, hey, question. About the, these drawings that, my opinion is I hate this movie, it sucked. But what, why is it all these drawings from kids about supernatural things that are like, you know, nebulous and weird? They all look the exact same. They all have the same black crayon they just scribble a silhouette onto. Because it's scary, David. Is it? 
you know, they haven't learned artistic forms you know they don't know pointillism yet you know they don't know crosshatch <laughs> uh shading so they just draw lines and the thing was angry and made them so they draw angry lines mm-hmm mm-hmm just like the kids in the Call of Cthulhu one shot I did, you know. That's how they drew it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking oh, ham-fisted. Oh, God. That's right. Know? That's true. So I think that the biggest crime in this movie uh, is that this child, this this insolent spawn of Satan, was rolling around on his hardwood floors with a scooter. Yeah. And was not reprimanded for it. I thought that was pretty bullshit too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm in too. I, I feel like they were also going for a shining thing with that, right? That yeah. was definitely a reach. Like I think they were trying to give you that feel. Mm. But to me, that's what it came across as. I mean, sure, I didn't work. Yeah, but I think that that's what they were going it was some for. Some weird homage, sure. right? Right. Sure. Except it wasn't shot in any semblance of the same fashion. No. I mean, it was garbage, but I'm saying I think that that was a, a reach that they were trying yeah. to make. Well, Kubrick is definitely known for his haphazardness and his not putting thought into things. And exactly. Just, just doing one take and I mean, all right, that's mm-hmm. good. Let's go. Mm-hmm. What were some other things about this movie? Because, okay, the plot is, right, Halloween time, Nicolas Cage plays a professor, dad, absentee dad or whatever, this, this, takes his kid to a Halloween mm-hmm. festival, kid goes missing after saying let's pay the, can we pay the ghost no, dad did we pay the ghost did no he says can we pay the ghost can we pay the ghost can we pay can the we, ghost? They, and they did not pay the ghost oh. did not shit um and i wrote down in my notes Do he said think... the, he said the thing pay the ghost yeah that was oh god he goes go and no oh it said fucking sh- like 17 more times yeah and plastered on the wall and graffiti uh, yeah yeah um goes missing parents freak out go looking for him turns into some paranormal Rosemary, oh, the omen type thing where people are just dying and being thrown out windows and some spoopy stuff happens. And then finally walks across a bridge and somewhere I, I kind of spaced well, out. I it's didn't realize the further from insidious. Oh. So, <laughs> you okay. know. so I had this thought halfway through this movie cause I was not paying attention for the most part. Yep. Uh, and I think that these movies are hard to critique because we're basically here for Nicolas Cage. So like there's so many things that I want to focus on and talk on that have nothing to do with Nicolas Cage in a lot of our movies. This movie, however, I think is a unique one because we can talk about a lot of the issues with it Mm -hmm. that involve Nicolas Cage, but also it is a nice little niche market for jewels because he watches so much horror movies to where I wrote down a note of the movie's so boring that it makes horror like it's it's boring and it's not scary. So what would make it that way? Like let's basically just take a minute and try and fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought if there was gonna be anybody who could find anything redeeming in this one, it would be you, Jules. I Fuck, mean, man, it fell so flat. Um, I think it would be more insulting. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is there was no tension. There was no suspense. Stakes. Right. And you say so you didn't care as much. Mm-hmm. Especially so, at the end, the anti-payoff where right. no, no sacrifices are made for no good reason. The, the ghost witch oh, is the, defeated by the right. kids. You just got to go to this door that's magically open from this time to this time because it's cool, though, because the guy is blind. Oh yeah, it's mysterious. Mm-hmm. Guys. With his dreadlocks and sunglasses, and his 
you know, <laughs> he just magically face. has a flashlight here. You need this more than I do. I was like, oh my god, what? Why does the blind guy have a fucking flashlight? Why did he carry He's a blind torch? as a bet? Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. yeah, He's just being nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I I don't think that there's an easy fix for this movie. Like a lot of them were like, oh, if they just would have changed this or concentrated more on that, this one it's it's just not there. It's just there was a complete lack of tension build up. Um, the immediate he's gone, we're freaking out to jumping a year later, you know, like I get that for the narrative they told was important, but I feel like showing a little bit of the, the, you know, the frantic searching ongoing for at least a couple days and then their marriage starting to deteriorate might've helped us care about the characters. Was there a time jump? Yeah. A year. Did they say it on screen? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. must have just not been looking. It was actually pretty quick. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't linger. It, okay. it just popped up. Yeah. It's, it's one it's year later, three right days before Halloween. When he wakes up in a bed that's not his bed. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. So, well, there's a video game that came out Silent Hill? Uh, no, but it's part of the Dark <laughs> Resident anthology, Evil. The Dark Picture Anthology, is that uh-huh. what it's called? Slenderman? Oh, uh, yeah. And it's the Witch Trial one uh, Super Mario Brother. Yep, that's uh, the one. House of Ashes. No, no. that's the other that's one. The, I, you know, you know what yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, but yeah. The, the the idea is that these characters are like somehow little hope, a little hope. Yeah, flashing back in time yeah. or whatever to their past self to, to, to pilgrims to witch trial times. So the movie, op- this movie opens very briefly with kids in a, in, in a basement screaming, and it's whatever 1679, whatever witch trial time. What would have been interesting is if. Okay, yeah, the, the, we still flash forward to present day, mm-hmm. um, and the kid goes missing, but Nick Cage also gets pulled into it somehow, and they're actually transported back to Witch Trial Times. And so it's him trying to find his son, rescue his son from this witch or whatever, mm-hmm. while also dealing with the crazy suspicion times of like, oh, it's now. Are you a warlock? How how do you know? Why are you dressed this way? Blah blah blah. Why you know? You know. Yeah. So, so that could have been maybe. So then it's almost like more Inception to where like you got to find them and wake them up. Kind yeah, of it's deal. it's Inception meets the Crucible. Right. Because this was <laughs> this this was very uh, insidious to me. Like mm-hmm. where the kid astral projects and loses his body, and then you know it's just here we don't have a, a tangible body that's still here with a soul gone but it was still mm-hmm. the same premise it's just it also took the physical body right mm-hmm. so he still has to go and find out how to get to this place which to me is just like insidious's they call it the further you know and it's literally that like they just mm-hmm. wrote it like that was a good idea i fucking wrote it down yeah I, I don't know man I, I feel like even just if you just threw him in the 1600s still feel like that'd be a shitty ass movie but then we could see nicholas cage shenanigans in you know 1600 don't we have season of the witch coming up anyway that is true yeah so we'll have that don't worry it's happening okay so for me the only thing that i could think is definitely pacing because i think it took too long of a burn to get to any sort of supernatural spooky stuff i think that we could have had moments of it being sprinkling in longer so that like maybe you see the child's been marked by the witch and then like it's it's well before Halloween and Halloween's the thing that mm-hmm. triggers it. Yeah. But that a lot of the elements of the movie you have scenes that are like darkly lit, but they're still too well lit. Like right. it's not 
It's, one not, of the, it's not. You don't have to wonder what's lurking in the shadows. Mm-hmm. It's like they, there they was give you one, dark. one scene that I was just like, okay, if the whole movie was this way, it would be so much better. And it's whenever uh, uh, Lori wakes up to go downstairs to see the scooter. Oh my going god! Around. I literally fucking laughed whenever mm-hmm. that happened. But, I so just was like, Are you, "You see serious? how dingy it was, and like how like you couldn't really see what was going on. You know what's going there's on. There's nothing inti- less. There's nothing intimidating. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is scary because it's on hardwood floor. We already talked about this. That's terrifying. But but to yeah. to have more poltergeisty stuff to like just sprinkle elements like that throughout because mm-hmm. then you could either work up the spook factor or. You could just make it more of like a fun romp than what this is, which right. is blah. Something yeah. I was thinking about while watching this movie was that the the movie out of the movies we've watched, the ones that we tend to like more or not even like, they can still be bad movies. But if they take themselves too seriously mm-hmm. and then they're still bad, mm-hmm. it makes it worse. Oh yeah, oh, and yeah. that's the case with this one. It was one with two eleven. Well, right? yeah. So there was three jump scares in this movie i want to mm-hmm. say to where like something actually jumped at this one screen. of them actually did kind of get me was because it the, I'm halfway the, hand, paying, the hand one i don't i don't even remember what it was but i was halfway paying attention at work <laughs> and just lot. happened to turn and just you know the one it, that it almost me. got me was whenever he was going underground to the homeless camp and a dog jumped out of a tent oh, yeah didn't oh. really get me but i was just like oh okay yeah, I, yeah it kind of got a quick blink and maybe like mm-hmm. move them to the head. but that's what Not it was like, a... like this movie reminds me of a bad horror video game yeah to where it just oh. is only relying on things jumping out at you to scare you rather than sure. creating that suspense yeah because i was never on edge i was closer to laughing or being fucking bored yep. than anything else and david i think you're on the right track too where they either needed to, I mean, you you and Josh both said it, but up the paranormal stuff, stacking chairs, the scooter, whatever, to build the tension, or don't show that at all, except from like Nicolas Cage's character, and have it be a, is he going crazy, mm-hmm. searching oh. for his child, or are these things actually happening? And then leave it on that, I don't know note. Like, yeah. I think it would have, like, at least would have been better than this to me. Well, I mean, if you would have just had that questioning, mm-hmm. wondering, is he going mad or are these things actually happening and nobody's believing him? Mm. Yeah, because you know? they give us the answers pretty easily. There's no mm-hmm. sense of yeah. mystery. So like you. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's Alfred Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. What it's scarier to not see something right. than to see it. it. It's the fear of the unknown. Exactly. And we pretty much know. Well, it well, cool as if even oh. up until the very end. Even we as the audience aren't a hundred percent sure if he's if this is all. Yeah, that's head. what I'm saying. It's just leave it, yeah. leave it to where well, you don't even know at the end. The the movie does end with a vulture whatever thing still in the real world. So is she dead or is she not? Right. I don't know. Boo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna open my eyes. I wasn't booing it. I was scaring you. Did it work? <laughs> Boo. Yes. Mm. <laughs> ah. Uh. Okay. So. There, so talking about this, it was so funny to me the way that this story just went. That we, <laughs> we, 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 oh God, we find so much information out from Hannah at the start of the third act, to where they go to the Celtic uh, bonfire dance yeah. uh, rave. Hannah's the blonde one. Oh, the the German. Mm, who's not ADR the entire time? Yeah, she, of course not. She's the uh, she's the Robert Langdon of this. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. She's the symbologist, or she was <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, no, she still is. She opened the eyes. She's good. Do you not stay for the post credit scene? 
There's not one, is there? Are you serious? There's a post. Is there a post credit scene? Please I mean, I mean, I not like it's, it's 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 just like after I, the first credit starts roll that she's like on the with spikes coming through her uh-huh. and there's I, vultures on her and I, she's like laying there dead and then she no, opens her eyes. I don't oh. know if you're fucking. No, shit. I'm serious. I will pull oh, that shit up right I now. I bet you that they were going to. They were like, this is going to be a success. Oh yeah, the vultures are here. She's now possessed by Probably the, the ghost because oh fuck. oh yeah no it cracked me up whenever I almost had hope for this movie because when I typed it into Amazon. I said, pay the ghost. And the first thing that popped up was pay the ghost. And the and next the thing, pay- it, it auto put a two in there. And I was like, I saw that on oh, there too. Oh, no, no, I did see that too. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think they're actually, I don't know if there is one, they're but no, we'll have to it, it, uh, it, at least some people were looking enough to where it suggested <laughs> that. Um, oh God. Okay. But pay the ghost. Yeah. That's what exists. <laughs> okay. So, but they go to the, the Celtic bonfire, which looks like a, just a good old time. And then a lady in a white robe comes out of the bonfire and not out of it, but you know, out of the dance circle. And they're like, Hey, we need your help. What is this, this? And she was just like, I'm just a school teacher. I don't have any answers for you. And then proceeds to answer every question that they had. Also exposition dump the ritual, basically who this bitch is. Like she explains the entire movie. There's also a portal, a portal to the afterlife and it opens now. She explains here. The movie, after saying, I'm just a teacher, I don't know anything. Yeah. I wish they wouldn't have done that. Because what? I loved her character and that scene where it's just normal people celebrating. Like, not bro, just Halloween. I just come here every year. The brats yeah, are just awesome. having a good time. Like they're just that's just what they do. Like it's the the more this you know, St. Patrick's Day are my two favorite days this? of the year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She lives for this shit, man. Yeah. So I just I mean, I feel because one of my earlier notes I have is that I was just like, the kid's either bad at acting or his dialogue is terrible. And I honestly kind of think it's both, yeah. which I don't mean to discredit that person as an actor today. It's hard to be a child actor, mm-hmm. especially in a horror movie, because there is a motif that you're going for. Yeah. I don't think that that's what this kid is right. good at. Well, and we've seen such a good showcase recently with like the kid in like, Dr. Sleep. I mean, I know she was a little Mm. older, but, and then the kids from Haunting a Hill House and even the Stranger Things kids, like Mm -hmm. in in the first season, like we've got such a strong cast of kids recently that I feel like now we expect more. Yeah. But I think that like Mm -hmm. the the kid who couldn't act is pretty common. You know what I mean? Like, so I almost feel bad for the kid, but yeah, he sucks. Yeah. No, (laughs) like to me, it almost feels like we're seeing what actors really see whenever they're acting in uh-huh. a scary movie to where nothing scary is happening, all that kind of stuff. And they're just hoping that in editing that the spoops are going to be added, but mm-hmm. they just lost the budget for spoops. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I, I feel like that's that hits it pretty well. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think if uh, it could be modern day still? Just whatever it is, I hate it. It could be modern day still, but they infuse some of the, like... What's the the Florence Pugh movie? Midsummer. They inflict some like Midsummer or Wicker Man style in there. Like say they're going on a family trip to, I don't know. See, but then you rerun the whole movie. Yeah, that's not the movie. movie. Then that's not fixing. That's you can't. That's I'm, the thing. Is no, you're no, no. just writing I'm, a whole new movie. I'm fixing it by, 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 by <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, there's another line in here that I, that I loved loved to make fun of really. It's near the beginning where they're kind of being introduced to the characters. He just got his letter of tenure. He's going to be a professor. I finally got it. And he looks at his wife and says, things are going to be better now. Mm -hmm. And I wrote down, never say that. 
if movies have taught us anything, never say, ever, things are going to be better now. Always be afraid of quicksand and never go into the woods alone. Those three things. Yeah. Those are the rules. <laughs> never. Yeah. Those but are the also, rules. they've got this nice ass fucking house. And, yeah. you know, I'm like, what do you mean things are going to be better? And things look pretty fucking good. You've not met, led me to believe that anything's bad other than you he, had to work he'll, overtime. He'll be present. Right. I got in his that child's bit, life. But, yeah. I mean, literally, it's. My my note that says "Pay the Ghost" is not a great movie is literally after it's like they're at the carnival. Like it literally took <laughs> that little amount of time where I was just like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." Mm-hmm. Um, and we watch bad horror too. Like it's not like we just watch the good shit. We watch honestly bad ones. This might be low the- budget horror movies are some of the best movies. Yeah, yeah. And this one looked higher. Like the the cinematography, like just mm-hmm. the camera, like looked better than a lot that I've watched. Yeah, but those movies were better. So I did like the Lovecraft name drop. Whenever he's doing his literature speech. I wrote down, mm-hmm. uh, my first note is, can we have a poetry podcast with Nick Cage? Oh, yeah. That was great. Actually, I like he was the you know, coolest fucking teacher. He was like literature or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like he was just going over. That would actually be a, a better twist to the movie to where if he is this like literature person who reads spooky stories and it like entwines that like one of those is actually coming to reality. And he's the only one that could figure it out because he's taught this stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That could be interesting. Yeah. Like the Da Vinci Code, but with spoops. Right. With spoops. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my third or second note says that uh, Nicolas Cage is not built for running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had the same thought. Mm-hmm. He has this, he has this, such a, uh, he's still not as, as bad as lope. Steven Seagal, but yeah. I mean, he has a very heavy gait, that guy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just you know, all legs. He's no spring chicken, but. It it didn't look good on him. We are in a, in a well, because we're going back in time, it's weird, but we're in a new era of cage hair now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's the still the swept back, but it's like the parted swept back. Yes. That I think he's going to maintain for at a least while. another five years. Another scene that I just cracked up with was the, uh, the fire attack on the medium that they brought in. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Like, Did you so in the in the paranormal storm that rolls in? Uh, like, oh, this isn't just a storm. This is coming. a ghost storm, right? Mm-hmm. That was like, so bad. They're so bad. they're hand holding the viewer into this scenario mm-hmm. when anybody who's ever seen, I mean, honestly, anything mm-hmm. horror related knows what's about to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like, I almost find it insulting. Almost, almost. <sighs> yeah, it was just bad yeah uh, a line that i had a, a good chuckle at is after his son's kidnapped and he's talking to the hannah i suppose her name is <laughs> um and he's just come out from a day he's there's a scene beforehand where he's lecturing he's working he's teaching still mm-hmm. he goes to to have coffee with with hannah talking about it and he says i'm not going to stop looking for him and i said that's why I'm at work all the time and won't take a leave of absence. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> I'm that devoted to finding my child. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Only between the hours of uh-huh. five Honestly, and ten like, on, it, weekend, on weekends. It's such a, a weird movie that doesn't have certain payoffs. Like, I don't feel like we needed the police detectives plot of this movie no. at all. It didn't no. pay off for anything. What are you I mean, talking about? I don't. I'm lazy. Look at your file. This is your file alone. Well, Just and what also, we have on paper. I'm like, yeah. yeah. We don't need to be introduced to the the cook at the restaurant oh, the other mother yeah to say like oh that's who these these kids are going to be that you're going to find right. no he could just find kids right and like nobody's just going to yeah. leave the movie theater and just be like but who are those kids parents right i wonder if they're still okay yeah it's like they try to just validate nicholas cage's claims by mm-hmm. having other people have the similar stories but it's like you didn't need it 
It's also, just, the fact that the child, the fact that the child has no memory of any of this, which is good for them, you know. Yeah, I thought that was fucking weird but too. One of his colleagues is dead. Uh, the medium that they brought into their home is dead. Mm-hmm. He fled from the scene of a car accident. Um, and his son did go missing for a year or whatever, mm-hmm. and then came back just fine or whatever. Yeah, still dressed as a pirate. So. I mean, he's gonna get like arrested, right? <laughs> On what charge? I think I had this note for another. Yeah, you know what? He's, he, he, they were gonna come to arrest him. This is also something you didn't see in the post post credits. Oh, scene. sure. Uh, uh-huh. He wouldn't go, so they shot him. Yeah, he I came was, out on it. He came out on his steps, note. and he was standing on the steps. I almost wrote that note too. I was like, "What are the odds of him annoying the, this cop?" And he's so just much? yelling at Charlie to go inside, but there is no Charlie. It's just Nick Cage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go inside, Charlie, and there's just dead bodies, and he just. And then whenever yeah. they bury him, they give him police honors because he he figured it out. So he died a a criminal, but also buried as a cop. It starts to rain. The guy is standing over his grave. Shame. What is Sarge? It was right all along. <laughs> Pay the <Fuck>. ghost. <laughs> I wonder if the ghost success Venmo. Yeah, I did. I guess yeah. we had to pay the ghost too. Yeah, <gasps> yeah pay the wow. ghost too. <laughs> wow. The living wage. Living <laughs> <laughs> wage. Uh, so also, I did have a thought, and I actually wrote it down because. You know, I'm, I was already tired of this movie, and he gets there and he sees all the fucking kids, right? Mm-hmm. All the kids, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Fuck!" It's like me looking out across all the Nick Cage movies I still have left to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I was just it's like, like, "Just a me- make a meme uh, with all the names, yeah, across yeah, all the exactly, faces. yeah, uh-huh. or all the just so, Nick Cage heads like cut out from the posters." So this the was ones a, that we the rescue are like uh, <laughs> color out of space, yeah. and pig, pig. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> This was brought uh, since you brought it up. This was a trivia on IMDb. So if Anna, who's the witch, kidnapped three children per year from Halloween from 1680, oh, yeah. after the first year that her children were slain in 1679 to 2015, when this movie came out, that's 335 years total. So she captured 1,005 children. That seems like not a lot for 335 years. Yeah. yeah. She's a pretty shitty witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, apparently, whenever Nicolas Cage is hanging up the missing child poster, there's an, another poster that's partially hidden that shows only the word witch, which yes. clearly yeah. hints that the antagonist of this movie is a witch. Oh, you don't say. Is yeah. that, that's, wow. exact, that's, that's written out on IMDb. Yeah, that's under trivia. That, it was pretty <laughs> fucking obvious. Jesus like Christ. It was... Because it was in more than one spot, too. Like, the word witch could be seen, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So, I want to talk about Nick Cage himself in this movie. What, okay. what, are our, what are our opinions on his performance, on the things he does or doesn't do? Well, one of the things that we should do real quick, though, since it is a Nick yeah, Cage yeah. podcast, is that we should focus on his performance. So, as an actor, how did he present in this movie? I thought Charlie did really well. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> it's it's so. This is a podcast about Nicolas Cage movies, David. Oh, you're not right. about just I am Nicolas so sorry. Cage. Yes, okay, yes, correct. It's, it's <laughs> so it's so like it almost feels like being in an abusive relationship mm. to where I I honestly think that he brings it to these movies, and these movies don't deserve it, and mm-hmm. it doesn't. I don't know. He was. 
I feel like he he was. See, I'm torn up on the inside. Are there any scenes where he sort of redeems himself? That's besides the poetry scene, which is the only thing I found. Yeah, because it almost seemed like something he cared about, so he tried. You know what I mean? The rest of me, it literally just felt kind of bland. It felt like he did what he could. He didn't completely phone it in, but there wasn't anything for him to play with, so he just mm. did it. You know? Which is so weird because it's it's a spoopy movie that's supposed to be like horror ish. Like it, sh- he should have like moments to mm. shine. Yeah. So when the wife gets possessed mm-hmm. by the son, or he's astral projecting through her, right? Mm-hmm. There should have been a, 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 a not a longer sequence because dear God, but a different sequence where he's the one that gets possessed by by the sun and he just gets to act crazy. Yeah, that would have been awesome. If those it's, ro- it's, tables it's, were flipped. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's way creepier, it's way scarier. There's maybe some higher stakes, weird action shit going on, danger. Uh-huh. Honestly, know, any kind of like any kind of tension. Yeah, honestly, that's a that's a excellent point. Cuz then that could have given an opportunity to yeah. act like a act like, like a crazy person, role. like a spook a spooky kid. Yeah. yeah. And also like don't just have it for like 5 minutes. Maybe he is for like a day and right. he gets arrested mm-hmm. and then that way you can loop it back into the, like the yeah. detective storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Boo. Oh, Did I scare you? <sighs> what did you guys think about the CGI portal closing when they came through that door across <laughs> the bridge? I thought, <laughs> I thought, Jujitsu one was better. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was just literally like clip, 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 clip. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> And back to a warehouse door. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. Yeah. <laughs> so what was super funny is I was very much not paying attention at this point, and I just look up and I see Nicholas Cage is just like hanging from a broken bridge, and uh-huh. I was just like, "Oh, what happened to the other two kids that were with him?" I was just like, "Oh, please tell me that they <laughs> fell." You to missed their the death. part where he like ushered them in front. So of So I them. rewind oh, it. Did? Okay. Because I was just like, "Man, if those if he just lets those dropped them. drop, I'm gonna die laughing." Nope. He didn't. Yeah, even in those moments, there's no urgency from him, and it's probably just the directing. From well, him, but. so the whole thing with the witch and his interaction, like, there's no that that could have been a moment to where he could have like actually defeated the witch or said something to her. But all mm. she does is hold him, scream at him, and then gets circled for, by kids for no yeah. reason. Why haven't they done this before? Well, if they can just you know overpower her so f- easily. Well, because there's rocks. On the door, David. Well, what? Yeah. what do you mean? There's ro- what? Did well, I miss the, that? So the portal's only open for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And then also, if you're there for a year, full year, you're stuck forever. That's why you couldn't save more kids. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, the school teacher so said that. I who doesn't know the, anything? Yeah. yeah. Did you not listen to that exposition? No. So, uh, <laughs> I tried, guys. I did. Because this is like, you know, this is my wheelhouse. I was like, I'm going to. And then it was just literally, no. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to try to make an excuse for this movie. Mm-mm. No, sad day for Nick. Cage. This gets like a one out of twenty for me. Like, so also let's talk about this plot hole real, real quick. Which one? This one. So Hannah and Hannah's the one that's helping him. That's the blonde girl. Thank you. Uh, and the psychic medium are violently killed by the ghost. Yes. But why? Is it because they were helping Mike look for his son? Is it the the case that she? If that is the case, all she needed to do was kill Mike and his wife, and the problem is solved. Right. Oh, his name is Mike? I went this whole Kitch? time not yeah. knowing what his name was. Yeah, yeah, the Mike. reason I remember is because I remember popping up on the phone. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they called his him His name Mike. is Mike Wazowski. <sighs> yeah. You know, I, but there is a case to be made that this is a really good movie. That... 
Man, I was hoping oh, you could no, get through that without. Yeah, no, so, say that and make eye contact. Don't say that while Look I'm us in the face. Drink, Jesus. There's a case <laughs> to be made that this is a very good movie. Defend. I'm waiting. So, Nick Cage mm-hmm. is stuck in his own hell with work. Okay. Uh huh. And he goes and tries to have a good time at this Halloween carnival, which looked fucking badass. In an and in that moment, yeah, no, I would go to that. Are you kidding me? I would go to that in a heartbeat. Uh, that looked awesome. Uh, so in, in that moment, he uh, being tied up with work and everything, he loses his childhood innocence and sense of wonder. Okay, that's what Charlie being gone is symbolizing in this movie. Okay, it's actually he's not real. Okay, it's just just Nick Cage, and so he he goes through a year of depression trying to figure out himself and figure out what's wrong and realize he's just got to find that innocence. And to do that, he's got to face his inner witch. And he goes As we all must at into one point himself and crosses that bridge and saves his innocence and comes back and, and gets back with Lori and they live happily ever after scooting all day on them hardwood floors, okay? <laughs> So basically, it's a score to settle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, dude, whatever the kid possessed the mom, I was like, oh, God, please don't try to have sex with Nick Cage. <laughs> which Instead, one was that? Was she... that the... Wait, which one? Which one was that? With the chick possessed... I'm your dead wife coming back to oh, possess your... Oh, Between the Worlds? Yes. I was thinking about that. I was looking back at the list we've, we've done, and I was I was saying, we know we should do a whole episode just dedicated to looking just at the titles of the movie and seeing if we could actually remember what the plots were for some of these. Because I've know. deleted all my notes. I don't even keep this shit on my phone. I just eh, delete. <clears throat> I won't do it. I don't need that kind of negativity <laughs> in my life. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that Nick Cage is doing as well as he is. Because I always mm-hmm. enjoy watching him. And the only time I don't is whenever I feel like he's given garbage. Yeah. I feel like if you, you know, if you tell a printer to print out shit, it's going to be shit. And, you know, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Done. It's done, son. Yeah. It's a dumbass analogy, but, you know, it's kind of how I feel about this movie. It's broke my brain. I hate it. Yeah, it just yeah. wasn't It wasn't bad fun. No. Uh, I'm kind of out of notes on stuff. Same. I'll, yep. I'll take a dookie all over th- this movie all day. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, for our sanity, we should. Do we think, do we think Lori is ever going to play a character where she's not a... Uh, a distressed mother. She's kind of got the face for it. I mean, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to be harsh. You know, some people just concerned. Have a certain, she does concern. Yeah, very she's well. got kind of a, a sharp face. Like, I don't think she's bad looking. Sarah, or Sarah Wayne Callis, I believe. Is her yeah, her face is Callis. So she's just got this, From all the tears. Yeah. This harsh look about her that literally just makes, she's got resting concerned face, mm. you know? And I only say that because of the two shows. So walking dead, obviously very distressing. Coral. Where's uh, Coral? Uh, and then there's a show called Colony, where it's, I believe, like an alien invasion thing, and her son is taken away by the aliens, I think. And then there's this one, and that's her whole body of work. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to go somewhere with that. Nope. Just, no. That's it. I was going to say something, but I'm not going to now. <laughs> Coward. Coward. Nope. You're going to have to remove it in post, it sounds Coward. like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I edit these. I can always remove it, but I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to give you the... What's fucked up, though, is if I say something, you're going to leave it in. <laughs> That's not true. I've taken no, that no. most. 
Well, well, that's that's true. Yeah. I'm nice if I feel like it. So, so this movie came out in 2015. The budget for this movie unknown. Yeah. Do you want to guess at the gross worldwide? Mm. Oh, that's a horror movie. Also, it's got Laurie 2015. Walking Dead is pretty that's, popular. That's like, yeah. Yeah. Directly post. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. I'm going to guess a couple million. I'm going to go with 198,000. Couple million. What's your hint? Well, you already guessed, so you don't need my hint now. Okay. It is two million nine hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. See if I if I don't actually say a number, I get it right. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I actually <laughs> thought it was gonna be high, therefore I went low yeah, because yeah. I'm always wrong. Hey. <laughs> I have no idea what the the Blu-ray sales are. I mean, I it's it's just... it's on Amazon Prime for free. Yeah, I'm so, so yeah. glad I didn't have to rent oh, this. Same. Oh my god. Big same. I would yeah. have emailed iTunes. <laughs> Please. Do Please. you want Tim to Cole. guess what the Rotten Tomatoes is? Fuck. I mean, you you go first, David. Uh, I mean, we're gonna uh, let's go. Uh, no, I'm gonna go super fucking low for this. Seventeen percent critics, and uh, for audience. 39. I'm going to go I'm going to go single digits for critics. Ooh. I'm going to go 9. It 9%. Could, it could be a zero, but yeah. yeah, fuck, it really. Uh and then for audience I'm going to go 22. Okay. Critics 10. Fuck. Oh. Audience 25. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, there we okay. go. Huh? Yeah. So we are slowly uh-huh. yeah. slowly learning. <laughs> We know the ways of the cage. <laughs> so, so this is one of those times where horror movies, because a lot of times horror movies, it's hard to gauge Rotten Tomatoes because they're so fucking broad that they're very individual. On, I mean, that's movies in general, but I feel like horror specifically always has bad reviews. Uh, this one's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trust it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, so on a, a cage to uncage, what would you say? So the most bland. This for me... Yeah, this might be the blandest cage has ever been. Uh, no. Uh, no, even even more than 211. Oh, God. Because in 211, at least he was shooting some fools. You know what I mean? Got shot. Yeah. <laughs> at least he, he's, he yelled at somebody at the end. I don't know. This was just so bland. Yeah. It gets a Nick cage from me. Just a flat medium. Because I feel like his facial... Expressions. His face was okay. Right. I, no, I feel like because you, you didn't get a bunch of big Nick Cage. So I feel like what he was able to do with it portraying the little bit of grief, just like shock or fear, was appropriate for what he was given. So sure. that's why I'm giving it. When, whenever the, you know, yeah. the night his son was taken and he was crying and he was sliding down the wall, all I wanted him to say was, Charlie. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, was that, that popped into my head too, just immediately. <laughs> I'd probably just give him like a NC. Yeah. Just, yeah. Initials. Mm. That's a new level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it depends because it's like, are we gauging it based on just his performance or his performance with what he was given? Because like, I feel like I'm just giving just it a little extra. Go with extra. your heart. Don't think too much into it. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that there's anything like 
with uh, Army of One, like where there's stuff on the cutting room floor that we're not seeing. I mm-hmm. think we we saw everything there is to see. So I don't think that there's some scene of him being fully uncaged oh, yeah, that we're no, just for sure. missing. For sure. So. Yeah. Boo. Bleh. Just Did a, that scare you? Just a bleh. Bleh movie. Ugh. What's next on the menu? Well. It's got to be something good, isn't it? Let's right, take Josh? a look. It's going to be good, right? So, <laughs> this movie is called this. Let me make sure that he's actually in it. <laughs> oh, no. It's called Pay the Actor. Oh, please don't say, oh, no. It's called The Runner. Oh. Well, we all know he's a great runner. In the God, aftermath. We need a movie where he's just a track and field runner in the Olympics. <laughs> In the aftermath of the 2010 BP oil spill, an idealistic but flawed politician is forced to confront his dysfunctional life after his career is destroyed in a sex scandal. Huh? So there's going to be tits on my screen at work again. Great. Great, 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 great. Okay. Got it. I wish I didn't already use my pass. <laughs> oil won't be the only thing spilled, if you know what I mean. Hey. Somebody his seed? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the the director of it. Let's see. I mean, he's done stuff, not anything that we've seen. So that's. I mean, cool. that's that's a good sign at this point. <laughs> I mean, is it though? Hang on. What did this say? I gotta reload this page. So it's Austin Stark. Uh-huh. He was born in May three. Blah blah blah. He's a writer, director, producer, best known for his film and social issues from mental illness to infidelity. He's Polar Bear Bresno. 2014 is his latest medical drama, The God Committee, in 2021. He also is the founding partner of Paper Street Films. So this is going to be awful. Yeah, this the, is... The Runner. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, we might... <laughs> Might just want to double these up. Maybe. What's the one after that one? Uh, after that is Dying of the Light. <laughs> Dying of the Light? Mm-hmm. When, let's see, when devastating illness threatens to end Evan Lake's career in the CIA, he goes through a rogue, goes rogue to hunt down a terrorist who tortured him during a mission. Wait. Gone that, awry years ago. Wait, isn't that? It's that one that got Wait, right, uh, isn't that? Yeah, it's uh, Dark. dark. Yeah. Oh. So Dark was this the director's cut of this movie that never had an official release. So is this one available to watch? This one is. Dark was the one that wasn't. So Dark's only one of those is. that's available okay. in terms of those like like film okay. library things. You know what's fucked up? I couldn't tell if we actually watched that movie or not. We did not. <laughs> so, but look at the bright side. We only have one, two, three, four, five, six, six movies until we get to a Ghost Rider. Yay! I never ever thought I'd be cheering for Yay. <laughs> fucking Ghost Rider. And then but we will watch those we'll at the same time. We'll review one, them at the same time, two, I think. Three. Ghost Rider 1 and 2. Three, Unless we want to... Like, 3 until after Ghost Rider for Season of the Witch. And then mm-hmm. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Tell the National Treasure if we watch one of those. Hey. We are. Yeah. We'll do the same thing. We'll watch them both together. There's two, right? 
Yes. There's a movie on here that he's uncredited for, so I don't think we should watch it, but I kind of want to watch it. It's called Werewolf Women of the SS. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Sounds like he's Robert, uncredited, Robert and his movie. character's name is Fu Manchu. <laughs> that's not problematic. It's a that's short. It's only two minutes. I, I'm pretty sure that's the one that's the trailer in uh, one of the Grindhouse movies. Oh, that's what that I makes was thinking. sense. Yeah. We're, we're arguing that time period, I guess. That time period. Back in the 2013s. Yeah, fake movie trailer written and directed by Rob Zombie that was packaged along oh. with the Grindhouse double yep. okay. bill feature film. Yeah. Well, before we end this real quick, is there any thoughts that we have on the unbearable weight of massive talent? It was way better than this one movie. Hmm? Honestly, I was kind of thinking about it. Like, it's kind of hard. Like, it's just a good popcorn movie. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I enjoyed it. I don't have any major highs or lows. Yeah. No. I'll, I'll watch it again. If there's an evening where I'm free, I have nothing to do, um, I'll get a glass of tequila and just sit in with some popcorn and enjoy it yeah you know that was good hmm? yeah in fact it's one of those where if it goes on sale on itunes i might buy it yeah just because i do yeah. feel like i might watch I, it again i said i'm it not before. gonna pay 20 bucks for it but you know mm, maybe not but if it drops down i said it before mm. and i'll say it again the bromance romance between pedro pascal and nicholas cage is one for the ages yeah mm-hmm. people at work asked me about it because apparently i'm not the nicholas cage expert jesus christ and so <laughs> um I was like, I really enjoyed it, but I'm also like, you know, balls deep in Nick Cage right now. So, I mean, I don't know if it's just because of that or if it's a good movie. Yeah. No, I think it was good. It was a good movie. I I think think overall it's just a good movie. Yeah. Honestly, if you don't have fun just watching it, then you just don't like Nick Cage. Yeah. Yeah. Just like this movie.